Welcome to the Church Brand Guide Podcast. My name is Michael. My name is Dennis. We are getting into the topic of logos, church logos, and the design process behind it. The more you know about this process, the better you can get a great design for your church, or at least know if you do have a great design for your church right now when it comes to the, the logo. So Dennis, why why is a logo so important? Yeah, the logo is the I would say it's the mark, it's the first mark people will recognize of your church. When we a lot of the things that we talk about is the importance of a brand, right? The person's perception. Uh so usually the peop the reason why people think logos are important because they just and, and, and the logo is a funny topic because I don't think people really understand the true importance of a logo, right? They it's kind of like one of those things that you know you just need, but you don't really know why you need it. And I think what's special about this episode that we're doing is we're going to kind of unpack that a little bit. But uh, really, the reason why the logo is important is, one, of course, it's a central part of your brand design, right? There's brand that is perception, but brand design is actually the tools that you use um, in the process of cultivating a brand that people can connect with, right? So the reason why the logo is important is because really a logo is also a tool for people to connect with you and to identify who you are. And every other messaging that uh, is a part of your brand. Uh, one of the things that I've seen with a lot of my clients is you have the churches who they're changing their logos every couple every couple of years. I, I know one client that has changed their logo about three or four times in the past three years, right? Um, and so in, in this episode, I want to talk about that a little bit, but. Uh, I know that Michael, you uh, you do a lot of great logos. You've done hundreds uh, of logos for your clients, um, and you not only know why the logo is important, but you can also speak into um, how the logo can connect with people who are uh, even 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 whether it's a first time visitor or somebody that's been a part of your church for a long time. So, uh, can you kind of unpack your process, Michael? of how you help a ministry identify the best logo for them and who they want to become as an organization. Yeah, if you've ever had a, I don't know, a favorite team, like your favorite sports team, whatever that is, you understand, like when you see that logo, like there's something to it, right? It just kind of, there's an emotional, you know, connection to it, Um it just connects with you. It resonates with you. Uh, you. You wear it. It's a sense of man. I belong. Like this is my tribe. These are my people. Those yeah, t- so, dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dolphins. Good job. Uh, I love the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. My fan. My my family cheers for them. So that's kind of our thing. And of course, we we've got t shirts and different things. But a logo is really important because it it creates that connection. It, that's that's the, it's the most seen thing in your brand. It's on everything. It should be on everything. And because of that, it makes you recognizable in your community. So if you think about great logos like, like Nike, if I say Nike, you know exactly what, you know, you can see that swoosh in your head. You know exactly. If you see that swoosh somewhere, you know exactly what it is. Uh, there's, there's a whole brand behind it. It's, you know, sports and athletic and activity and all those different things that you think about when you think of Nike. And just that little swoosh makes that connection for you. When when you're driving down the road and you've got, you know, a two-year-old and a four-year-old in the back seat, 
and they see the golden arches up in the distance, <laughs> they know, they know what's going, what's going on. They want some fries. They want some burgers. They want some fry, uh, some, uh, chicken nuggets, even at two years old, like they recognize what it is. So a logo is extremely important. It's an icon of your brand. It's an icon of your church and it becomes emotional. Like there's a, hopefully your church's brand, the vision is um, rooted in, in love, right? If, if, if uh, Jesus had a brand, his brand would be love. You know, it's, uh, it's grace, it's love, it's joy, it's peace, it's all these different things. And your church is probably in that same direction. So when people see that logo, they should have those type of connections with it. Oh, that's the place where I go and I feel loved and accepted and I, I felt grace there and, you know, all these different things. So that's the hope, right? And, and we want the logo to be done really well so that it, it really represents. And there's a certain things that we can do with a logo to make sure that it does that job. One is that it's very simple. Uh, it just needs to be like the Nike swoosh. Again, it's super, super simple. You just see that swoosh and you know what's going on. You see those golden arches and it's very simple. It's not too complicated. One of the biggest mistakes I've seen in, in church world is that there's a really complicated logo that has a lot of different elements to it. And it becomes noise. The more there is to your logo, the more noise visually it is. And that's, that makes it less recognizable. So anyway, Dennis, that's a kind of a long introduction. <laughs> I love logo design. Um, yeah, why don't you take us to our next step there? <laughs> yeah, so uh, in terms of the logo, it's while you were saying that, Michael, the thing that I quickly thought about is even like the Christian fish symbol. That's a logo. Yeah, And that symbol really uh, was for Christians or the believers at the time who were part of the way uh, to identify themselves, right? So they would draw the top part of that fish symbol, and then they would drop, the, they would do the bottom part of the uh, fish symbol. That's how they identify themselves as part of the community, as part of the way. So as you were saying that, I, I even thought to like, man, like even throughout the Bible, even through historical times, uh, logos have been used. Even if you think, if you, we can even uh, call the cross itself a logo, right? That that which used to be a crucifixion tool um, is now a symbol of hope for us, right? Um, so I just love I, that. That's what I was thinking of. But now, in terms of logo, right? Uh, how does the church get a good logo, right? What is that, or at least can you define to us, Michael, your process? Um, of helping um, the uh, the church identify their logo. Uh, and then maybe you can start with the different types of logos. Okay. So first, we have to understand the brand. Um, and all that, that's almost a two, two-way street. Like for me coming in, if I'm helping a church to create a logo, I need to understand the brand. But what I found is a lot of times the church doesn't understand their brand. So... <laughs> What I want to do is help you understand your brand, and in in um, in that process, I get to understand your brand as well. So I, there's a questionnaire that I have. It's it's about 20 questions that unpacks your church from a branding perspective. So it's not a spiritual you know questionnaire. It's it's a branding uh, part of that. Part of that is who's your audience. So a great design connects with your audience. The best logo designs connect with your audience. And, and I'll just, I'll use Nike again because we're all familiar with it and we'll just kind of keep that as a thing. When they designed that logo, 
it was for people that were runners, like they created shoes for runners, people that run. And so that swoosh had a, a sense of movement to it. Uh, the swoosh represents uh, the, the goddess Nike in, in Greek mythology. Um, and Nike had this wing. So it's, it's this wing shape. Like nobody knows that, but it just feels right. Like if you're a runner, like that little swoosh, it just kind of feels right. Um, so for, for your church, I want to create something that just feels right. Like people aren't going to look at it and be like, oh, it's got this and this and this. Oh, I get it. But it just feels right to them. Um, ultimately, that's that's the goal. So that happens first by understanding your brand. You understanding your brand in order so that I can understand your brand. So th there's a questionnaire. From there, there's three different types of logos for churches. Um, again, I've been doing this for years and years, and I've just kind of saw a pattern. Oh, wait a minute. There's three different types of logos. And so what I like to do is um, create uh, a uh, samples of logos in three different buckets. One is classic. Is your brand more classic, a little bit more religious? Two is, I call it modern. Another way to put it is maybe a little bit more corporate in your approach. And three is trendy. Um, it's got a little bit more uh, nuance to it. It's a little bit more trendy. So those are the patterns that I see as a designer. So I want to help serve you. I want to serve your team by saying, hey, uh, here's 150 logos. And I want you to tell me your top five. And from that, what I can gather for as a designer, like you don't have to know language and all the different design terms of, you know, I like these analogous colors or the sans serif fonts. Or, you know, you don't have to know that stuff. You just tell me what your favorite ones are and why you like them. And then from there, I'll know exactly how to design. So that's the first part of our process, the questionnaire. And then I need you to identify five logos out of our 150 samples <laughs> that you can tell me which ones you like. And so, M Michael, uh, right there, let me let me ask you a question with that process, right? Uh, before we continue on to the next thing, it, in terms of identifying a logo, you you just told us, you know, the right approach to kind of take it with the help of somebody else. But what would you say is a big mistake or a few mistakes that ministries, pastors, churches make when they're trying to identify a logo for their organization? The biggest mistake is they design a logo for themselves. Mm. so pastors will be like i like purple we should do purple um <laughs> our church is all it's a gospel Yellow church is my believe, favorite color <laughs> yeah <laughs> we, we uh we believe in the bible we believe in the cross we believe in the guidance and the leading of the holy spirit you know what let's make our logo a cross a bible and a dove um <laughs> so <laughs> that's the biggest mistake that i see because you're not think, you're not serving your audience when you do that. You're serving yourself. So as a church leader, don't make that mistake. Make sure you are looking at your audience and say, hey, what do they need? What are they going to connect with? And let's just make sure we create something that they are going to like. So anyway, that's the number one mistake that I see. That's so good. And, uh, and I love how you said that. It's like, don't design a logo for yourself, right? And I think this that goes with creative in general. It's like, don't design anything just for yourself, right? You always want to be thinking about that community um, that you're trying to create, right? What, what will they resonate with? And I think even when I think about logo and design, it's like a lot of people don't know that every, colors, fonts, each of them have a certain meaning, right? Each color actually has a meaning 
that it represents. Uh, each font is even a language within itself, right? And if you if you don't have a design background, you won't really know these things, right? If we put up a picture of different logos, we would be you would be able to identify the feelings uh, in the different colors that each of those logos kind of represent, right? So uh, like I always say, you know, my biggest encouragement when we talk about anything is get some help, right? Uh, get some people like Michael who are going to take you through a process, right? Who are going to help you identify which makes the most sense um, for your brand, right? Um, and one more question, Michael. So now let's say, for example, okay, somebody um, is working on that logo. They're trying to uh, identify which logo is the best for them. You you talk through kind of like the process, but in terms of deliverables, when they're deciding on a logo, what should they look out for? Or, or what are some ways or tips that they can test that logo before they make it live for the whole world to see? So I like to I like to say it this way, like as a church leader or leadership team, you should like the logo design, but your audience should love it. Mm. So we don't want you. You have to live with it. So I get it. Uh, so in, in the process, that's why we do the top five and everything. I want to make sure I design something that you, you will like you can live with. But from my I want to be that expert to say, hey, based on the audience we're trying to reach. This is the, these are the design features that we need to make sure we we include in that design so your audience connects connects with it. And then what I like to do is I, I like to provide two to four options. Um, I don't want to provide twenty five options. Okay, so, so you're 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 hiring me or you're hiring your designer to be the expert and to serve you. I'm not serving you if I'm giving you twenty five options. What I want to do is use my expertise to say, hey, these are the, um, the three options that check off all the boxes. One, two, three, three different looks. You get to choose from those, those different things. But from a design perspective, it's going to be vector-based, a vector-based design. We don't want a pixel-based logo. Uh, vector-based allows you to scale it really, really large or, or very, very small. Um, a pixel-based logo, if it's designed in Photoshop or a program like Canva, it's not going to work. It's not going to be scalable. So it needs to be designed in a, a vector program, something like Adobe Illustrator. So again, I want to serve you. I want to be the expert. I want to bring that to the table to be like, hey, this is what it's going to work. We don't want to have like drop shadows or avoid gradients uh, just so they can be reproduced on all different types of media. If you want to put it on a coffee mug, it needs to work. If you wanted to put it on a uh, T-shirt and you're paying for every color imprint that you you know have on a T-shirt, you just not, you just want to make sure that it works as a one-color design if it needs to. Um, so again, I want to provide that expertise, bring that over to you. What I like to do is provide uh, two to four options. I like to do mock-ups. Like here's what it would look like on a T-shirt. Here's what it would look like on a website. Here's what it would look like on a coffee mug. It, maybe your church, part of your brand is like you're an active brand, like you're, you're for people that are active and all that stuff. Well, then what I might do is create a, a, a Tumblr and put your branding on the Tumblr and show it to you to be like, hey, if you wanted to you know, provide some merch that is a Tumblr for active people, this is what it would look like. So that way you get to, you try it on. It's like when you go to the store, you're trying on you know, a, a suit. Like you don't just buy the suit, you try it on, make sure it's a good fit. So I want to serve you all. I want to I want to bring all that to the table so your team can make a really great decision when it comes to like, is this the right logo for our church? And I bring my expertise to make sure it's the right logo for your audience. 
that's so good. That's so good. Uh, in terms of the logo, I know we have to wrap up this episode now, but in terms of the logo, um, some of the key points I think we talked about is, again, uh, a logo is like an icon for your brand. Like think about the Batman symbol, right? Uh, that should, if you have that culture, that should, that should, that should be, that's what your logo should be in your city, right? When people in your city see that logo, uh, that logo represents your values, uh, the, that logo should represent what you stand for and what you stand against, right? Um, so when it comes to a logo, again, my, my tip is, hey, get some help. Um, get somebody that can help you identify uh, what's the best direction for you, what's going to resonate with your audience. And the best thing about hiring an expert like Michael is um, it will help you really kind of define your brand because what we said is most people don't really know what their brand is. Right? You might have an idea of what it is, but most people uh, can't really put it um, can't really put it into words. Right, so get somebody that can help you define that brand. Again, when you're designing that logo, make sure that logo works everywhere. Maybe that that make sure that logo can work on a shirt, it can work on your website, it can be embroidered, it can be a stamp, it can be whatever. Right, um, and that's really what's going to help you produce something. That's going to serve you not just for a, a, a month or so, but for the long term, right? Especially a lot of the churches that I work with, they're trying to build a multi-generational church. They're trying to build a church for the future, um, but also a church that serves in the now, right? So something like their logo is super important with how we design it uh, because it has to speak to multiple people, right? It has to speak to multiple generations. It has to work for the long term, uh, so again, if you need some help, reach out to a person like myself or reach out to a person like Michael. Uh, so we can, we, we, can, we can help you through this um, process. Uh, Michael, any final thoughts as we, as we wrap up? Yeah, um, man, you made some really good final uh, thoughts there on your own. But uh, for me, I think the final thought is um, make sure you get a brand guide with your logo. Uh, so the brand guide allows you to stay consistent over a long period of time. It defines the uh, the logo and what makes it unique, and make sure that you're using the right colors and fonts and uh, the right you know type of uh, presentation every single time because that builds trust. So a brand guide is like a it's almost like a little book that tells you it should the designer that creates your logo should give that to you in addition to the uh, the files that you're going to need to then use that logo internally. So you're going to need PNG, JPEG, and EPS files to be able to print on just about anything and everything that you could possibly uh, imagine. Um, start off simple. Like if you're, if you're, um, if you're, if you're a church plant, you know, maybe you do get the Fiverr design for 20 bucks and you know, that's, that's just where you are. But as much as you can, I, I would say invest into the logo. It's going to be well worth it. It's going to help your church to be recognized. And that's a huge thing to cut through the noise and be able to reach people. It, you just have to get, you have to get the right design done and it's going to cost you a bit. Like it's going to cost, uh, you know, some, some companies and businesses will pay tens of thousands of dollars to get this done right because mm -hmm. they know it's worth it. They're going to get the investment back. As a church, be ready to pay. Maybe not tens of thousands. You don't have to pay tens of thousands. But be ready to, to uh, pay what it's worth, so to speak, to, to get people to notice your church. Um, so don't look for the greatest deal or the 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 person that the kid that's 16 that knows how to use Photoshop, like make sure you get this right uh, for your church. It, it means too much. It matters too much to, um, to get this wrong. And then one final thought, I, I can't close it without this, but 
an audience, when we talk about a target audience, we're, we're not, it's just not a spiritual thing, right? Um, everybody's welcome from a spiritual side of it. But when we, when we need, when we're designing, we need an audience, something, a target to shoot for, to design towards. Um, so this could be a mindset. A lot of times, that's what I like to do is what is the mindset of the person that goes to your church that loves your church? So it's not necessarily a demographic, like a 23 year old, uh, female, you know, that type of thing. It's more of a mindset. Like what do people at your church, like, how do they think? And let's design a brand towards that. And that's, that's going to help us move in the right direction. Anyway, those are my, those are my final thoughts. There was, there was a few there. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So good. Um, yeah. And, and, and I think um, I have one more final thought again. I just want to reiterate. It's like, again, if you're a church plant, um, maybe you don't have a budget. Um, getting advice sometimes is still free, right? Um, one of the things that I see a lot of people do is you can, you can join a Facebook group um, with other churches um, and other strategists on it. Uh, and maybe you did go on Fiverr and you went and you got that logo, right? Um, but you can still ask for pe you can still ask people for their opinion, right? You can still ask people what they think, right? Whenever you're doing anything as it relates to design or creative, especially something like Michael said that matters so much, you want to get other people's thoughts and opinions around it. Uh, so you can make sure that you're truly designing something that's going to last you a very long time. Excellent. Well, hey, uh, thanks for unpacking this with me, Dennis. I really appreciate you, uh, your voice in this process. It's one of those things that I am extremely passionate about, if you can't tell. <laughs> I, I, love, <laughs> I love designing brands for churches and because I know the difference that ultimately it makes. Uh, it's kind of the the genesis or the uh, the heartbeat of even the church brand guide and what we do here on the podcast. So hopefully this is helpful to you, gives you some great insights to make sure you have a great logo design for your church that ultimately unpacks your brand so people notice you and um, want to be a part of what you're doing in, in your city. Uh, if you would, we would love for you to subscribe to this podcast so more people can uh, know about it. Uh, let people know about it as well. If you have some people that are fellow pastors or communicators in, in your world, we'd love to help them as well. So subscribe and um, leave us a review if you have a, a moment to do that as well. We'd love to read those and get some feedback from you. Uh, but thank you for joining us today on this episode, and we will see you on the next one.